I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello? Hello? Podcast Network Asia. This episode is brought to you by Podmetrics. Podmetrics is a podcast analytics platform that enables podcasters to see all the relevant data they need to know about their podcast's audience. Sign up now at podmetrics.co and use the referral code RESTING2XPOD. Again, the code RESTING2XPOD. What's going on? This is Xavier Woods, a.k.a. Austin Creed. I said give me the hell, yeah! Hey, this is Zayda Zay. Hello, WWE Universe in the Philippines. This is Charlotte. Talent is not sexually transmitted. You need to go back to the drawing board because your game absolutely sucks! Hey, everyone. This is Jeff Cobb, and you're listening to the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. You are watching and listening to the longest-running weekly episodic Filipino wrestling podcast. This is the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. Stan C. and Ro Moran checking in after a very busy week of wrestling. Uh, He's still in the States. We're doing this live on a Thursday night in case you're listening to the audio-only version. And at this time, it's literally Madaling Araw in San Francisco. So that's why Chino can uh, be with us. Paren. It'll be another month or so until he's back. But until then, Ro and I have been holding down the fort. And two as Ro months. mentioned... We'll be back in a few weeks. <laughs> yeah, two weeks, two weeks. So as yeah. Ro mentioned, we're coming off of um, having done an Elimination Chamber-centric episode. Uh, so we natin yun on Kumu and uh, on, on the Podcast Network Asia uh, Kumu account. So thank you so much to the PNA fam and to the Kumu fam for accommodating us for that special episode. So, you know, it, it went very well. And they also liked the feedback Nino so much that they're bringing us back for March. So we're going to be doing it again on a special Tuesday Kumu stream. So stay tuned for that in about three or four weeks' time. For this week, yep. though, we're going to be talking about Elimination Chamber 2021. We'll also be breaking down the events of NXT TakeOver Vengeance Day. And for Throwback Thursday this week, we'll talk about No Way Out 2004 because nung, uh, Monday, February 15, that show and the, the moment in the main event when Eddie Guerrero won his only WWE championship, that turned 17 this year. One year na lang yan. So that deserves uh-huh. to be talked about for Throwback Thursday. So for any comments or anything you want to leave into the conversation, you can do that right now. So comments on Kumu and on the Facebook page where we are live. Let's start off with some news though, Ro. Uh, news from outside the ring. And let's start with an update on WWE's never-ending saga with the third-party platforms. Oh boy. So uh, if you are following Yung Saga, you mentioned Stan, about WWE not liking its talents to mention or to do third-party things outside the ring, you're going to get uh, angry at this one. So now there's a new edict, mi bagong, mi bagong rule, saying that 
yung mga wrestlers, the, the talent employed by WWE, now they cannot mention any third party. They can't promote any third uh, third party business, brand, person. Di rin pwede charity. So that yun bawal sabihin on their social media accounts. And super bad. Um, as usual, the, the, the penalty for violating this rule uh, is a fine, tapos suspension, tapos fire ka, like what happened to Zelina Vega, a.k.a. Theo Trinidad. So, yeah, it's really, really terrible. Again, I will ask them on how they look on this one. Uh, they just really want to control what their talents are saying on, on their social media accounts, online. Wait, now, so you mentioned charities. Does this mean that young Sammy for Syria is basically done? I guess, man. Uh, there, uh, there is no other way. I, I, even though Sammy owns it, I, I have to say that it's probably a third party. I think it falls under the definition of a third party. So, parang walang takas yun. That sucks. You know, we, we've said this and, and talked about this ad nauseum. Pero, you know, at a time like this, in a, in a pandemic and everybody just needs ways to get by, to really cut off the talent at the knees like that is such a heartless move. And it sucks. And for us wrestling fans, the sad reality is manonood pa rin tayo ng WWE. We'll still keep supporting the company somehow because you want to support the talents that we like. I don't know. Uh, if, if I were them, if I were the wrestlers, I would try to sue WWE because what right now is the justification for this rule is that WWE control or has a clause in the contract nila saying that they have control of their likeness. So they're ng whatever they post. But I don't think that is the explicit implication of that clause. So I think may laban sila. I'm not, I'm not a lawyer. Uh, I, didn't, I didn't pass law school. I didn't graduate with a law degree. But uh, I think they could try to challenge it. I think there's a case there. It's all a matter of who or sino ang may gustong lumaban, sinong gustong makipaglaban with WWE. Feeling ko may katarungan, may, may karapatan, eh. may katuiran. So Yon, may katuiran, I hope yeah. they do that. I hope mm-hmm. they do that. Uh, I hope that they get a W for themselves. I think they, they deserve it. I mean, come on, it's a charity. Uh, Abby says on our Kumu stream, uh, her brother met Alexa Bliss because of a charity, and now uh, he won't get to meet Alexa Bliss anymore. I guess so. Pero depends eh. Kung make a wish yun, kasi make a wish has a partnership with WWE. Susan Susan G. Komen has a partnership with WWE. Kung partner sila, pwede pa. Pero kung hindi sila partner, malamang uh, mahirap na yun. Yeah, uh, ako ko lang yung pag-mention uh, ni Ronong Katwiran. Naisip ko si Attorney Jose Season, di ba? Kapag may Katwiran, yeah, exactly. paglaban mo. Exactly. So, yun lang yung ano. Exactly. Yun lang yung masasabi namin. For. Exactly. Uh, saying what's up to Joe Marie on the comment section. Thank you for joining us. Hey. Um, si Aljo and my question sa Facebook page. What are your reactions about Jim Ross <laughs> accidentally calling Kenny Omega the WWE champion? <laughs> Quick reaction is, it's a Freudian slip. Sobrang sanay na si JR, siyempre, with WWE. You know, it happens. We're human. But as I'll get to later on with my pick of the week, the JR we're hearing on AEW is way past his prime. Way, way past his I mean, prime. I mean, JR has been commentating for WWE since what? The 90s, the mid-90s, diba? So, malamang, uh, may parang ano na yun, second nature na sa kanya na sabihin yung those three letters na he doesn't work for anymore. So, it happens. It's a mistake. It happens to everyone. It happens to us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's it's not a big deal. We, we're we're not making a big deal out of something that 
is probably second nature to someone like JR talaga. So, you shouldn't make a big deal out of it. Siyempre, hindi naman nasasadya yun. And yeah, senior moment na nga. You're right. Exactly what it yeah, is. Yeah, tama, tama. Uh, okay, here's another thing that people have been making a big deal out of on social media. And that's the post from WWE on Fox's Twitter account <laughs> where they took advantage of the Build Your Own Starting 5 meme. And they basically ranked, nag-tier sila ng women's wrestlers. And then sabi nila, build your own team for $15. So at first, at first glance, harmless, di ba? Kasi it's the build your own starting five meme. And we see that everywhere in basically any sport. And then si Natty was one of the more prominent na nag-react. And she said that I refuse to let anybody dictate what my value is. Kasi tama din naman, di ba? Yung pinag- pinanggagalingan niya bilang babae na... Uh, you know, the, the challenge that women face na, oh, you're only good because you're pretty or whatever, you're judged because of your looks and all that stuff. So very valid din. I can't invalidate yung pinaglalaban ni Nati. So um, from there, the conversation turned to, oh, nga, uh, you know, how, how dare this WWE on Fox Twitter and, and social media team dictate na $1 worth lang si Peyton Royce or whomever, diba? How dare they say na sina Becky Lynch and the four horsewomen lang yung $5 worth. Where do you stand on this role? Okay, um, go. Okay, it's it's kind of complicated and complex, but there is a right quote unquote stand to take here, and I'm gonna say na it shouldn't have come from an account like WWE on Fox, because uh, WWE on Fox on Twitter kind of represents the company, parani, even though it's really a Twitter account of the of the network, of the Fox network. When you represent a WWE like that, pag galing sa inyo, parang, or nagumuhang galing sa company, it kind of tells people or gives people the wrong idea na parang, okay, ito pala yung tingin ng company sa amin eh, ng kumpanya sa amin eh, na $1 lang pala ako. I think the best take was from Tyson Kidd, a.k.a. TJ Wilson, a.k.a. yung asawa ni Nati, ni Natalia. Uh, sabi niya that these things or these memes is better are better done by the fans because the fans are the type of people to do this talaga. and okay let them do the discussion about you know where roster members stand where they are on the totem pole ano talaga sila kasi when you are when it's coming from the company you're really telling the people oh ito, ito talaga yung rankings namin for eh, for these women right now or for these superstars right now eh uh, talagang si Be- sina Becky din siya main eventers sina Natalia hindi sila main eventers so ito talaga yung ano we're kind of giving the game away if you will and uh, it's not a good look talaga so if he's right better leave that thing better leave that discussion to the fans and you know Maybe be a little more hardworking sa content niyo online. Yeah, to be fair naman to the WWE on Fox social media team, maganda naman yung content nila eh. Diba? Oftentimes, yeah. nagva-viral yung mga posts nila kasi yeah, yeah. halata namang pinag-iisipan, may effort naman. Nagkataon lang na itong one post na to, they probably let their guard down or hindi nila consider yung implications or yung consequences ng post. Siyempre, may magagalit and siyempre, babae pa yung pinag-uusapan. Eh. So, iba talaga yung pinaglalaban ng women's wrestlers, di ba? And this is something that the women's evolution movement really tried to bring to the mainstream. So, yeah, um, I'm, I'm gonna agree with Ro here and ultimately agree with TJ Wilson when he said what he said. So, yun. I just wanna say that somebody... Uh... In our in the wrestling in the Philippine wrestling fandom did something similar, and I was on the one dollar spot. And oh, okay, uh, sige, pagbigyan natin sige. That, if that's what the fans think of me, 
I can't change that. Kasi ano yun eh, sila nag-start na conversation na yun eh. Pero if it came from the company, that might be where we would have a problem. But buti na lang, it wasn't from the company at all. So what? Um, I got. I, I had no choice but to accept it for what it was. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, so ultimately, um, these thirty-five means they're okay as long as they're getting some fans. Yeah. All right. Uh, Jose over in the comment section chatting out the other job that I do when I'm not uh, talking about wrestling. So yeah, that is my voice on ETC, the channel <laughs> that airs your favorite uh, Dizzy series or your Turkish teleseries. So go catch shows like everywhere I go. And uh, Hayat over on ETC. All right, uh, let's get to some news uh, or some news to lay, some some NXT. You know, una ti pag-usapan because the biggest story coming out of NXT Takeover Vengeance Day wasn't even any of the five matches. We came into Takeover thinking, that, oh wow, first time in a long, long time that the Undisputed Era wasn't on the card, and lo and behold, they made their presence felt with this year's Chiron Fakeout. So Adam Cole yep, uh, super kicks Finn Balor and Kyle O'Reilly and basically turns heel again. So uh, where do we go from here? At the is this where Kyle O'Reilly really transitions and becomes the main event single star and we've been seeing him being pushed towards. Other questions are like, what uh, role ni Roderick Strong dito? Si Bobby Fish, where will he be? There was a meme uh, on social media na sobrang tawa this week. Na yung mukha ni Adam Cole and Kyle O'Reilly ni Superimpose sa mukha ni na Rey Mysterio and Eddie Guerrero from SummerSlam 05. Ladder match daw for custody of Roderick Strong. <laughs> Kyle in the Kumu section and the Kumu comment section asks, does it signify another Adam Cole title run? So is it time for that? I don't think so. I don't think this is for Adam Cole. I think this is really all for Kyle O'Reilly to get over as a new single star. Talagang pinagalabo nila ever since yung si Kyle ang naging number one contender all those months ago, uh, last year. Uh, I think this is really where it was headed. And even though gusto ko na face group si Undisputed Era, uh, talagang okay, talagang heel sila eh. Especially Adam Cole. Adam Cole is probably gonna be better known as a heel for as long as he'll be on NXT. So it is what it is, I think. And it's a good role for Adam Cole. Yeah, he's actually a great heel. And Renz is asking sa Facebook page, did anybody see it coming? Oh, I, I didn't. Kasi kala ko oh, the right. Undisputed right. Era would have a, a an extended run as babyfaces. Kasi na-prove naman nila eh, kaya nilang panindigan. And they're actually good at it. Pero the fact na uh, they teased yung breakup and then biglang nag-come together sila ulit. They had the, that war game storyline with Pat McAfee and friends. And then si Kyle, they were getting behind him as the new alpha of Undisputed Era. Tapos biglang ganitong swerve. It was a good twist kasi it really played sa emotions ko. Parang napasigaw ako nun eh. Napasigaw ako ng PI dito sa room when I was watching it. So, you know, very well done actually. I actually want to bring up, thanks for mentioning Pat McAfee kasi uh, that entire feud that led up to war games with uh, Undisputed Era. Parang, parang medyo nasayang yung, yung win ng Undisputed Era over the Kings of NXT. You say, okay, what? Uh, Pat McAfee was, no, Pat McAfee was right. Uh, diba? When he said that Adam Cole and the Undisputed Era were douchebags, were actually mean bullies uh, trying to, you know, pretend that they're actually good guys. So uh, at least he got one of them right. Right, uh, Adam Cole was actually one of uh, one of the guys who couldn't stand being a goody two shoes for too long, and talagang he let his hubris take over, if you will. So kung ganon din lang pala, if you weren't going to keep 
Undisputed Era as faces. Hindi sana nanalo nung sila Pat McAfee, di ba? That's, that's my take mm. on it. Okay, okay. So, kala ko sinasabi mo na yung story was useless. Yung pala yung win lang. So, that part I can agree with. Uh, the story itself, I still liked it. Kasi even though Pat McAfee was calling the Undisputed Era douchebags, if you're the bigger douchebag by acting the way you are, it doesn't yeah. really make you the good guy. So, in the end, good guy pa rin yung Undisputed Era dun sa story na yun, di ba? So, parang two wrongs don't make a right. So, yun. Uh, we're, we're gonna get into our thoughts on the rest of the card and where Kylo Riley goes from here. We'll also address yung seizure that people have been talking about on social media. All of that is coming up in a bit. But first, we'll uh, tell you about a very special offer that we have for you because you're viewers and listeners of the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. And those are our friends from Mr. Speedy. So, Ro, take it away. All right, guys. If you need to send someone something, especially when you're in Manila, the best thing to do is to send it through Mr. Speedy. And because, as Stan said, you are viewers and listeners of the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast, we have an exclusive promo code for you that takes off 50 pesos of your first Mr. Speedy delivery. All you have to do is type in WWP Mr. Speedy. That's W-W-P-M-R-S-P-E-E-D-Y. Again, that takes off 50 pesos of your very first delivery. Again, one last time, that is W-W-P-M-R-S-P-E-E-D-Y. All right, now let's take a moment to hear from our other podcasts on Podcast Network Asia. Now hold on just a minute, player. That's a Teddy Long reference for you. If you're probably wondering how a few wrestling fans who put together a podcast for their love of wrestling have been able to collab with brands here on the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast, well, the answer is simple. We use Podmetrics. So if you have a podcast, no matter what the size is, you can sign up now at podmetrics.co. That's P-O-D-M-E-T-R-I-C-S dot C-O and use our referral code wrestling 2 xpod all caps one word that's w-r-e-s-t-l-i-n-g the number two the letter x and the letters p-o-d again wrestling 2 xpod all caps one word and hey it's a great way to show support for the show as well now if you're an advertiser and you want to collab with us on the wrestling wrestling podcast who are we to say no you can head on over to advertiser.podmetrics.co and fill up the form Again, that's Podmetrics, the easiest way to monetize your podcast. Before we get to our thoughts on NXT this week and the rest of TakeOver, let's get to our shoutouts on Kumu and on Facebook. All right. Daming, ano, daming people on both today. Uh, saying hey to Che818 who sent us three T-Coys. Maraming, maraming salamat. Saying hey as well to Rock-6 who is very much alive and uh, participative in the comment section of Kumu. And uh, he's talking with our regulars, and he gave me buckets and see Kyle. Uh, so thank you. Thank you for so much for having um, this, uh, this lively discussion on our Kumu uh, comment section. Saying hey as well to Rose0107, Rush Plaza, uh, Paolo Icalia for following us on Kumu. Hey, thank you, man. Uh, OK4924 for following us on Kumu. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And saying hey to the people in the comments section of our Facebook, uh, see Jacob Tambunting, our NXT reviewer on SmartHenry.com, saying hey, thanks for thanks for listening tonight, man. Uh, saying hey to Renz, uh, Julio, John Russell Tan, Al John Tambal, uh, John Marie as well, who is also uh, commenting. Okay, so I thought he's uh, John Marie is asking about the seizures. Might as well address that right now. 
Yeah, so meron kumalat na picture on social media na nakastretcher si Kyle O'Reilly and then yung caption was that he was suffering a seizure. And syempre, una, we were all concerned. People like Renee Young and Dakota Kai were tweeting na we hope Kyle O'Reilly's okay. And then there were other reports that came out that contradicted this. Like Ryan Satin of Pro Wrestling Sheet, he tweeted out that it was part of the storyline. So I, I, I'm not so sure who to believe because even though Ryan Satin has a blue verified check mark. His reputation in the wrestling circles isn't exactly the best either. So that's where uh, I no, stand no. on it. No, we should believe Ryan Satin because he works with uh he works with WWE. It's he's been corroborated by Wrestling Inc. So na proof na, na dinaman shoot yung seizure ni Kyle O'Reilly. It was re, it was a storyline, it was a real storyline, if you will. Uh he just uh, somebody just said that he was selling uh the attack of Adam Cole. Guys, I don't know if you remember uh, Devon Dudley. Uh, if you remember his wrestling, whenever he would sell, uh, sometimes he would shake in the yeah. on the mat. So, parang parang nakakasiyon ng konte. I think uh, it was really like that. Parang ganon lang nangyare. And nakataon lang that someone in the Capital Wrestling Center where they tape uh, uh, NXT and Two Hundred Five Live, they shot that on their phone. Then they uploaded it. On social media, thinking that it's true, and then on the other hand, man, itong WWE, di naman sinabi sa mga ibang wrestlers na okay, work lang palayon. Uh, they apparently let the other roster members believe na Kyle O'Reilly was actually suffering a seizure. So parang may breakdown somewhere in communication. And uh, on the whole, though, we're glad that Kyle O'Reilly is pretty much safe and sound. Yeah, uh, yun pinaka important takeaway dito. We're happy Kyle O'Reilly is safe. And we're happy that Kyle O'Reilly is in this role, honestly. Um, I'm, I'm super happy for him because he's always been my favorite sa Undisputed Era. So to see him get this spot where he'll eventually be the top guy, I, I'm really hoping that they follow through and make him NXT champion. But the question now becomes, what happens to Roderick Strong and Bobby Fish? Oh my. Uh, I mean, Bobby Fish, we saw him again recently, right? Even though he's still injured, uh, we still saw him on NXT. He came back for one, ano? I think it was one special event. Uh, not War Games, because he wrestled Yung War NXT Games. Awards. Pero, yeah, yeah, yung NXT Awards. He was there. So, I don't know. Dapat sinasama siya dito, but I guess he's resting at home. Roderick Strong, man, I don't know. Sana... Conflicted pa si siya eh. Yeah, yeah. He could go either way, talaga. But I hope that he really backs up ano, Kyle O'Reilly. Although it's also possible that he backs up Adam Cole. Because right now, Finn is already backing up Kyle, diba? Sort of, yeah. Not officially. Because Finn really doesn't like the Undisputed Era as a whole. I think if yeah, you're going to talk about the four Era boys, hmm. if there will be a chasm, if you will, uh, it's Adam and Roddy, tapos Bobby Fish and Kyle O'Reilly. Because I feel like Bobby Fish Red Dragon yan through and through. Eh. Uh, I don't know. Because Adam Cole attacked uh, Finn and Kyle. So Kyle wanted to make amends with Finn. So diba parang isang factor yun ang alito nila eh. So right now if if Kyle needs an ally it has to be Rod, uh, it has to be Finn. But mm-hmm. for you know for the sake of being good or for the sake of them being the good guy sana rin uh, Roddy backs up Kyle. Okay, let's talk about the other stuff that happened on Takeover Vengeance Day and let's go to the Dusty Rhodes Tag Team Classic. I thought na the right people won. Uh, the some men's division, either MSK or GYV, pareho namang okay. Eh. But for the women's, I'm surprised and happy that it's Raquel and Dakota. Again, I wanted them to win. I want to see Raquel and Dakota. I think they deserve it, especially after uh, 
not not oh, wait shit i can't remember if they won war games they, they lost war they games did. they did they did they won oh yeah yeah, yeah right, right they won so i think to the moon itong push nila and it's really deserved i just don't know how it's going to play off with uh shayna and naya feeling ko magkakaroon ng either face or tweener turn because i think raquel and dakota are getting more popular and well my because see dakota i mean the nxt peep, uh universe is probably going to be on dakota kai side because the history ni dakota and shayna where shayna yeah, bullied yeah. dakota and really inspired yung heel turn ni dakota Parang it, it, it'll make them more root for Sina, Sina Dakota and Raquel more than Naya and Shayna. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's going to happen. And I don't mind because Raquel and Dakota are both really good. It's their time to shine. And I'm really excited for them to try and win the Women's Tag Team Championships, although major tall order. Yan. Do, do we yeah. know now when they're going to challenge? Uh, no, no, we don't yet. Wala pang, ano, wala pang date. Speaking of tall, okay. I didn't realize that Nia Jax was bigger and taller than both members of MSK. So we actually uh, saw them all in the same ring, and it, it was pretty funny. Um, nakatoy interactions ng MSK with the women involved na narealize nila at ah, up tayo dito. Dito na tayo sa corner natin. No, I knew it because cruiserweights to MSK. So uh, I'm not surprised that someone like Nia Jax and even Shayna Baszler, who was as tall or taller even than mm-hmm. Nia, that would be taller than the MSK boys. So that's totally fine. <laughs> and n- nothing wrong with that. Yeah, nothing wrong with that. I'm excited to see where MSK goes from here. Whether yung yung prediction ko last week na lalaki ulo nila, they're gonna turn heel, or if they're gonna you know keep being these up and up baby faces na people can can continue to root for because they're very fun and exciting and have neon green shirts na ala John Cena. So it, it really can go either way with these two guys. The people in the comment section have been uh, shouting out that Kushida and Johnny Gargano match since kanina pa. So I think we have to yeah. give it a little bit of love. Hey, uh, I'm going to give it a lot of love because I'm going to say that Kushida was effing robbed, man. Sobrang nahaw yun. Mas malala pa sa 15 billion of field health. Uh, <laughs> Kushida really... Um, you can tell it because when you, when you give a lot of offense to a person in a match, you can kind of tell that they're losing. I say you gonna you want to make them look good in their loss, diba? And that's what happened with Kushida. I really thought this was it. And the momentum heading into the match, I thought that served the purpose of Johnny Gargano being the North American champion. And man, Sabrong missed the boat there. It was really a moment that they missed. I would say NXT doesn't really miss a lot of moments, but I think they missed one here. Yeah, feeling good in it. If there was a time to pull the trigger on a title switch, it would have been this one. And I think Kushida had everything going for him except the actual one, two, three. So sayang yun. I, I really wish na Kushida won that one. Champion main event, you had Finn Balor and uh, Pete Dunne. And you also had the women's uh, triple threat between Io uh, Shirai, Mercedes Martinez, and Tony Storm. I want to talk about you women's first because sobrang siksik ng match. Na yun. Parang wala siyang dull moment from start to finish. And, and they really packed everything in. And yeah, there was a bit of a spot there where things didn't go the way they intended for it to go. But table. that aside, oh, in, in, with, with the announce table, but that aside, sobrang hindi ako nabitin eh. Talagang sakto lang. And I loved it. Yeah. Uh, it was a good match. Sobrang bilis nga actually. Pero I think it could have gone, what, five more minutes, I think. Yeah, uh, I don't know why natapos agad. I don't know if it was because of the table uh, not cooperating with them. Feeling ko they were supposed to crash through the table tapos gonna lay there for a few minutes or so. Pero na cut short yon. 
Uh, but yeah, it was good. I predicted that EO wasn't going to lose the championship here because I didn't think it was time for them. And I was right. I didn't think that Tony and Mercedes didn't have uh, the right claim for this right now at this point. Maybe in a future takeover, but not now. Okay. Uh, what about Finn Balor and Pete Dunne? Oh, I pick it because of uh, so super great. I was talking to my new friend Stu Bennett, aka Way Barrett, uh, on Twitter. <laughs> Flex, talaga. Yeah, my new friend Wade Barrett on Twitter. Uh, we were talking <laughs> about how about how all of the matches that take over were main event quality, pero sabi niya sa akin na yung main event na to ng Pete Dunne versus Finn Balor actually lived up to being a main event despite all the main event worthy matches that on that show. So, uh, at that point, nung kinuusap ko siya, hindi <laughs> ko pa napanood. Nung napanood ko, okay, gets ka na yung ibig sabihin. It was, re- it was really uh, a hard-hitting NXT Championship match. Uh, ito yung gusto mong ano eh, pakita sa mga tao hindi naniniwala sa wrestling eh. Kasi ito yung talagang nagsasakitan sila kahit hindi mabilis yung action. Uh, even the parts where they were... Uh, uh, just stretching each other out. Uh, sobrang brutal na. Sobrang brutal. And uh, that's what the kind of thing I like in my wrestling matches. And it really made me feel that they were struggling to compete for the biggest prize of NXT. So yeah, that's how you know that something matters. About when something is clearly at stake and they really give it the gravitas that it, it deserves. So yeah, totally agree. At the mention, see, Kyle said uh, he reminded us about the signing of one L.A. Knight. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. So, okay. uh, for those of you who don't know, the former Eli Drake of Impact Wrestling and NWA fame is now part of the NXT roster. So, there's sa NXT. There's uh, rumors at all saying that he was going to do this. So, it's clear that he is joining the roster as a wrestler. And not even as a manager. I think this is a huge get because they need someone like uh, Pat McAfee. By that, I mean that they need someone who can talk like The Rock. <laughs> and I believe that LA Knight fits this role so much. Yeah, major weird lang that he couldn't use his old name, na Eli Drake. Diba? I mean, like, think of all the other people who've come to NXT from uh, the Indies or from other promotions. Now they were able to take their old names with them. And yet, the guys from MSK or LA Knight, they have to change their names. But at least with LA Knight, same pa rin yung cadence, ba? Eli Drake, LA Knight. So you have that um, going for him at the very least. Uh, yeah. Before we yeah, move yeah. on to main yeah. roster talk, Aljon is asking, sa tingin nyo, uh, kailangan bang, or kailangan bang maisama yung NXT Championship to WrestleMania? Uh, quick answer is yes, if it's Kyle O'Reilly finally having that WrestleMania moment, because if he can do it for Rhea Ripley last year, what's stopping from doing it for Kyle O'Reilly this year? Uh, since two nights in WrestleMania, feeling ko masasama naman siya, lalo na Finn Balor is the NXT Champion right now. So, Finn is no small name, diba? Yeah. So since he's got that star power, I think he's a good fit naman for WrestleMania. Yeah, for sure. Uh, Alan is commenting sa Facebook that uh, he was expecting to see Taya Valkyrie because she's already signed with WWE na balita na to. So yeah, uh, b- another big get actually for the women's division of NXT. Taya Valkyrie who is also uh, married in real life to John Morrison. She's now with WWE as part of the NXT women's division. So congratulations to her. 
Okay, uh, let's talk about the Elimination Chamber and let's go predicting it. Uh, we only have four announced matches so far, which is kind of weird uh, considering that there are two Chamber matches already. So No, five in. Lima ba? Oh, yeah, yeah. Lima yeah. Pala. Sorry, sorry, sorry. My two in one kasi. Yeah. So let's start with the WWE Championship Chamber match. That's uh, Drew McIntyre versus Sheamus versus Jeff Hardy versus AJ Styles versus Randy Orton versus Kofi Kingston, who's now in the match. Uh, because the Miz said nah, he doesn't want to be part of it anymore because my money in the bank nga naman siya. Which, to be fair, was actually smart writing. I actually like this decision. Yeah, um, actually, makes sense nga. Uh, why would you actually uh, go through hell and suffer in the elimination chamber pa kung may money in the bank ka naman? Tama yun. Buti na natuto siya from Edge. Yeah. Buti rin na somebody from Creative realized na, ah, parang nagkamali tayo dito. Ah, si, si Kofi, pasok natin. Total, former WWE champion din naman eh. So, with that being said, and everything surrounding these six men, does Drew McIntyre walk away with the championship at the end of the chamber match? Yeah, I think so. Feeling ko naman, hindi siya ano. Hindi yun in question. I think they want to do WrestleMania with Drew as champion. I think uh, the end game for WrestleMania is Drew versus Sheamus. I think, um, I don't know. Actually, I don't know. Um, they could do that for Fastlane. Uh, I don't know who the big star is for WrestleMania. But hey, uh, what I do want to uh, bring up here is what Alan said here in the comments. Ali does an edge and destroys Kofi as he is entering the Elimination Chamber. Nice uh, reference there to an old Elimination Chamber match. I can't remember which one. I think it was 2010 or 2011. But that doesn't mean Ali's going to win. It's just something different. you know. But I don't think that there is any doubt that Drew isn't uh, or Drew is walking away as champion. Is Bray Wyatt or The Fiend, uh, are they going to be involved in the chamber? Because they're still messing with Randy Orton. You see Alexa Bliss, Demon Bliss in my background with the pentagram and everything. Uh, they're still messing with Randy as of this Raw. Will they uh, uh, play a role in the chamber? And second question, what do you think about the Alexa being in the pentagram image? Because there are some conservative groups who are actually not pleased with this. Okay. I think The Fiend is going to factor in, yeah. Uh, feeling ko now why, why stop here diba? why stop at Raw when you can mess with Randy Orton whenever you want so feeling ko uh, The Fiend will cause Randy to be eliminated somehow and I don't think The Fiend's gonna be in the match itself feeling ko munggugulo lang siya as for the pentagram ah come on um, it's a TV show guys it's not explicitly, explicitly Satanist or anything diba? it's not like they're summoning the devil for real, for real here. I mean, uh, we, we've seen mean, worse. The Undertaker has crucified people upside down. Yeah, that's true. Gimme Bucket says, uh, please no more Fiend on my TV screen. Yeah, a lot of people are tired of the Fiend's antics right now. Pero ganun talaga eh. uh, I think there are some people who like it. I personally am not a fan of it anymore because it doesn't fit in with the rest of the roster. And um, it's not the same. It doesn't bring the same energy as when Bray Wyatt first started uh, doing this. So uh, to me, uh, the pentagram is harmless. It's not Satanist or anything. Yeah. Well, you know what I feel about Alexa Bliss? So anytime I get to see Alexa on my screen, I'm happy. So th that's where I will leave it at. Okay, uh, <laughs> let's go to SmackDown naman and talk about the two-in-one Universal Championship picture starting off with the chamber match. 
featuring Jay Uso, Kevin Owens, King Corbin, Sami Zayn, Cesaro, and Daniel Bryan, then the winner immediately faces Roman Reigns for the Universal Championship. What is our prediction here? Because I can see this going one of two ways. Only one of two ways. Okay, um, gusto ko mangyari sa kanya. I want Cesaro to get a push and win the chamber and then be a number one contender for just one night. That's what I want to happen. Pero ang tingin ko mangyayari is it's another way for Kevin Owens to get one more shot at the Universal Championship, which isn't bad. Um, if that happened, I wouldn't be against it because their matches have been so, so good. Sobrang ganda. And uh, it's just what I think is going to happen given what's happening right now with uh, Kevin Owens and the way he's being written. See Ricky, our SmackDown reviewer on SmartHenry.com, Ricky Publico is uh, joining us in the comment section, and he says that if Miz did the boss move on Raw, Roman Reigns had the bigger boss move of dictating that I'm not going to be in the chamber. I'm going to face whoever comes out of the chamber, which is really great writing on his part. Because as the big boss na heel on SmackDown, diba, he's really pushing yung kanyang weight, throwing it around, and saying that. Uh, bakit? Draw naman ako, di ba? I'm the top guy. Would you want me to be injured just a few months bago mag-Wrestlemania and lose one of your big draws? That's really good writing. Yeah. People might find it, uh, you know, unforgivable or insufferable, but that's the point, right? Uh, Roman Reigns is being pushed down our throats. Nagiging kupal siya, uh, for lack of a better term. And they found a good way to do that, to ju- justify Roman Reigns getting his way. And yeah. that's really rare, I think. Kevin is saying he was hoping that Sinakamura yung uh, isa sa mga entrance in the chamber match. Um, the truth is, I don't know where to put him in because, well, maybe have him replace King Corbin spot, sure. Yeah. But, you know, um, kailangan atang balance three faces, three heels. As for the prediction, I also want Cesaro to be the guy, but I think na, uh, the likelier outcome is not Kevin Owens winning, but I think it's Daniel Bryan. If it's going to be Daniel Bryan versus Roman Reigns at Mania, I think Dita siya magsisimulay. Na Bryan doesn't get a fair opportunity against Reigns kasi nga bugbug na bugbug na siya, so he'll lose and then he'll have the bigger shot if not at Fastlane than WrestleMania. I don't know kasi hindi pa tapos yung Kevin Owens story with Roman Reigns eh. but I guess it's also a good way of parang easing it out, uh, easing him out of the title picture uh, yeah. without Compromising the fact that he's like Roman Reigns, which is something I like as well. I'm really all for anyone except for King Corbin to win this match. So yeah. let's see what happens. Okay, next up, let's talk about the Raw Women's Championship picture because now it is Asuka versus TBD because Lacey Evans is legit pregnant. So she announced oh, it on uh, Raw. No, no, no. Because si Ricochet8642 here on Kumu is asking if she's really Lacey Evans. And he, she is. Uh, we found that out. That's why she didn't tag in in the match because she couldn't take any bumps. Yeah. So, yeah. Si Rick so we're happy, daw, yung <laughs> we're, we're <laughs> happy that Lacey yung... Evans is pregnant. It's good news, obviously. But <laughs> I didn't like how even in the story, pinalabas pa nila na si Ric Flair yung naka-score. I, I'm, I'm just really happy na Lacey Evans being pregnant means she'll be taken off TV because this means na we'll, we'll see the, the storyline mercifully end. Thank God. Yep. Well, there's no, there was no other choice naman than to have... Uh... Rick Flair be the baby daddy because they're kind of hooking up right now. So, that's it. She'll be off the air for the rest of the months uh, she's pregnant. So, at least... Basically, the rest of the year. Sorry right now. Uh-oh. Yeah. 
Okay, finally, you have a triple threat for the U.S. Championship. Bobby Lashley versus Keith Lee versus Riddle. Are we getting Keith Lee winning the title here or si Bobby Lashley lang? Yeah, I'm, I'm literally no-selling Riddle here. I don't think he's winning at all. Uh, Keith Lee wasn't on Raw, which is weird. Or, wait, he was. He was for that, yes, but he didn't compete. Yeah. I don't know. I think Lashley retains. I don't think uh, Keith Lee is winning this one just yet. I kind of don't care about this match because they just haven't really done a good job of writing it. So, eh. Uh, See, Bruce in the comments is saying, thank God for Lacey Evans' husband. (laughs) (laughs) Keith Lee wasn't removed. Triple threat as of this afternoon. So, but I don't think um, Lashley is losing anytime soon. Mm Mm-hmm. Kyle is asking in the comments, is Keith Lee joining the Hurt Business? Parang wala namang indication eh. And I don't see a reason uh, why he should. For one thing, there aren't enough compelling baby faces on Raw. It's, it's yeah. a very heel-heavy roster, yung Raw, when you look at it. Aside from the New Day and Drew McIntyre and Jeff Hardy, right? There aren't really a lot of baby faces on Raw. Yeah, Riddle, uh, I guess. Alan is saying that he read somewhere na mawawala daw si Keith Lee sa match. Si match. Um, I haven't read those rumors at all, but if it happens, it happens. It kind of makes sense din naman because uh, he hasn't been showing up much, I think. But uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, it doesn't really matter too much either way, I think. I'm, I'm going to say uh, before we close predictions now, uh, there will surely be a couple of other matches added into it. Like I'm sure there will be a tag team championship match, whether Raw, SmackDown, or both. Big E and Apollo Crews have something going on, so I wouldn't be surprised if they also have another Intercontinental Championship match. So, you know, I'm um, up in the air, parin, which is kind of weird because it's a Monday Manila time na yung, ano, yung uh, Elimination Chamber. So, it's yeah. weird that it's not yung card at this point. If they plan to round it out by SmackDown, Saturday na yun, Manila time. But, you know, um, it is what it is. And if you want to be part of yung live viewing party natin for Elimination Chamber, now is as good a time as any to be part of the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast Patreon. So, Ro, let's tell them a little, a little bit about what they can expect other than our watch parties. All right, guys. We have an exclusive community on Patreon. So, if you sign up on patreon.com slash wrestling wrestling podcast, you can be part of that as well. So, as, as Stan mentioned, we have viewing parties to Discord. And that Discord is also a place to talk about wrestling, up with other fans. And we have exclusive post-show reviews of Raw, SmackDown, NXT, Dynamite, uh, pay-per-views ng AEW and WWE as well. Because we don't have enough time for all of that here on the podcast. Eh? So you can get that on our Patreon as well. And then, Shemper, we also have exclusive merch that we are sending to our patrons. So all you have to do is just sign up for that. And you get, you're entitled to get that, no, that merch, like our face mask. Uh, that uh, a bunch of patrons have been sh- showing off on their social media accounts, if you might have seen. So all you got to do is sign up at patreon.com slash wrestling wrestling podcast. Uh, all you have to pay is as low as 250 pesos per month. I think I think face mask, uh, which Stan has right here. Yeah, looks pretty good. And you can get all of that for, again, as low as 250 pesos a month. Go, uh, no, go sign up now if you are interested. All right. So we hope to see everybody there on Monday for our live watch party of the Elimination Chamber pay-per-view. Let's also tell our listeners really quickly that your online shopping can really help out the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast, especially on Lazada. Because anything you want, it's on Lazada. So before you hit checkout, um, please go to our affiliate link 
tinyurl.com slash wrestling wrestling x lazada. Again, that is tinyurl.com slash wrestling wrestling x lazada. It'll take you straight to the app. Please use your phones and the app. Uh, click checkout. And from there, any product that gets delivered to you, matter how many small commission, so that we can keep the lights on here on Podcast Network Asia and on the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. And now another word from our other podcasts here on Podcast Network Asia. Hey, Chino Liao here, host of the new podcast on Podcast Network Asia called Class Cloud. Now I try to learn about the world through the lives of different professionals each week alongside by another stand-up comedian. The topics are limitless, the jokes are a plenty only here on Class Cloud. All right, let's get to our shout-outs on Kumu and on the Facebook page. All right, all right. Saying hey to AJ Drew. Saying hey to VRNCLPZ23. Saying hey to Lexi, who joined us uh, on Kumu. Saying hey to Steven of the Geeky Ones, who's also participating in the Kumu comment section. He is hey. saying uh, good use of logic by, I think, The Miz for removing himself from the uh, Elimination Chamber match. Tapos si, uh, who's this? See, Kyle is asking, Kyle O'Reilly versus Finn versus Edge. I'd like to see that. I want to see how Edge uh, keeps up with the NXT boys, if you will. Tapos, uh, we also have, uh, who else we got here? Chewables underscore Chua. Cornflakes 0204. Hey, I remember you from Tuesday. Hey, man. Thank you hey. for joining in. Uh, 123, pretty 123. Nimei 21. Matt po J. Rowe. Thank you guys for joining us on Kumu. All right, let's get to our Throwback Thursday segment for this week. And sabi nga namin kanina at the top of the show, we're going to be talking about a moment that is very special to us. Uh, let me show you really quick the shirt I'm wearing tonight. I'm wearing my Eddie Guerrero uh, Shiracha t-shirt. Shiracha, yeah. Nice, nice. Ganda. Yeah, so you can get that off uh, ProWrestlingTees.com. Um, it is official Eddie Guerrero merch, so I think. Kay Vicky pumupunta yung, yung revenue for that one. Uh, no Way Out 2004 happened February 15, 2004. 17 years ago na yon, And uh, that was a SmackDown exclusive pay-per-view. So some quick thoughts before we get to the main event. Uh, Ro, I think you rewatched this uh, this week, no? Yeah, uh, ko siya again uh, yesterday and today. So I kind of had to take uh, a quick break because... We, we like to say that we want the single brand pay-per-views back because it helps uh, the brands tell their stories without having to share spots on the on the dual branded pay-per-view. But it's not Let me pull up the, the card really quick and see what we're working with here. I remember the first match was Rikishi and Scully Tuhati versus the Basham Brothers for the WWE Tag Team Championship. Jamie Noble versus Nidia. I know you guys remember that. No, naka blindfold si ano, Jamie si Noble. Oh, yes. Yeah, no, si Jamie, Jamie Noble, Noble naka blindfold. And Nidia was fighting him uh, while he was blind para, ano, para fair. Kumbaka. Uh, World's Greatest Tag Team versus the APA. Hardcore Holly versus Rhino. You know, first half and that was a lot of undercard stuff that wasn't really that good because hindi siya like uh, wrestling today na puro spots and uh, uh, really good action from the mid carders and hindi siya yung mga indie stars na galing ano uh, PWG New Japan tapos pa 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 p
uh, it really was, you know, a bunch of uh, mid carders back then who weren't like the super best of the best in the SmackDown brand. They were, they were trying though, but it wasn't really exciting stuff, eh? If you would remember, if you would recall. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it really picks up by the halfway point. So you have Chavo Guerrero versus Rey Mysterio, because it's yung kaka heel turn palang ni Chavo. So he mm. and Rey were feuding over the Cruiserweight Championship. So I remember that feud very much. Kurt Angle defeated John Cena in the big show in a triple threat. So that's why Kurt Angle was Eddie's challenger in WrestleMania 20. So dun ang galing yung storyline nayon. And see, John Cena had just come out of um, injury at the time. He got injured in mm-hmm. Royal Rumble 04. And it was because Big Show tossed him out. Kaya sila magkaaway nun. And yes. then the main event, Eddie Guerrero and Brock Lesnar. Man, I, I used to say na John Cena versus CM Punk, Money in the Bank 2011, was my favorite match ever. But as I got older, the match that I would keep re-watching just to feel good was always Eddie versus Brock. It was always <laughs> that. And I've come to realize that I think this is my favorite match ever. And it's not because I already know what happens. It's just that it's such a feel-good match for me. It really is. There's an unpopular opinion about this match. Even though I love Eddie and I've come to love Brock as a wrestler, it isn't all that special until like the last 5 to 10 minutes. Or more like 5 minutes. Like After Goldberg comes in and spears Brock Lesnar, there's an exciting crowd. Eh. But for the first half of the match, for the good part of the match, it was really just them beating. It was really just Brock beating down Eddie for a really, really long time. Na medyo to the point that na it boring siya, kasi uh, napakat down ni Eddie, and then uh, he would get so very little hope spots, uh, which is to say the parts where he you think he would he was gonna be coming back, but then Brock would beat him down again. So napakaslow niya. If you, I don't know if you caught up again over uh, before recording this, pero uh, I I don't know if it's also because I got used to modern Brock Lesnar na he just goes for suplexes and F5s now and tries to end the match early. I really like that Brock. But ito talagang ina-extend nila para mapuno yung 30 minutes. Okay, I, I get where you're coming from. And I recognize that it was a very different Brock Lesnar. Right? The, the Brock that was in WWE from 2002 to 2004 is a completely different animal from current era Brock Lesnar. And last time I rewatched Eddie Brock was in November. Lang. My dad and I were watching it. And I was pointing out to him how different this Brock is. And that's why it really felt different. Because my dad was like, oh, but, uh, I, I don't recall having seen this match. And it's kind of odd to him. So I was taking him through the match step by step. For me, uh, hindi nawawala yung enjoyment ko because the story behind it is still so fresh to me. Uh, I love watching the pre-match video packages kasi. And yung story ni Brock really bullying Eddie and berating him for his past of being uh, a recovering drug addict. Yung talaga eh, uh, it, it, it really resonated with me as a 14-year-old. And even though I don't struggle with substance abuse, I know how it feels to have like a bully just really... Uh, bearing down on you and you wanting to see uh, that, that bully get their comeuppance ka. so that's why um, despite its imperfections that match sobrang special niya sa akin and I'm gonna borrow something from Shea Serrano uh, who used to write from, for, for Grantland meron siyang concepto nung the moment before the moment diba? in the moment that's what you remember so in this case it's Eddie winning but 
what a lot mm. of people don't remember is the moment before the moment. Ani nangyari right before that that led to that, and that's Goldberg and Austin both appearing in this match. People forget that Goldberg. part. Ah, sorry, Goldberg. Lang. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There. Yeah, so people forget that Goldberg was actually part of that. He had a run-in. And I think I didn't remember that run-in until mid to late 2010s now, when I got on the <laughs> WWE Network, basically. It started rewatching this match every couple of years. What did you think of that Goldberg run-in? Did you think that it kind of cheapened yung win ni Eddie? Because parang okay, kailangan pa niya ano, tulong ni Goldberg para manalo dito. No, I don't think so. Because even after Goldberg uh, did his thing, the Baspiracy Brock Lesnar, na kick out parin si Brock, eh. and Eddie still had to find yeah. a different way to actually get the win, and he ultimately pinned Brock with a frog splash. So I I think na Goldberg didn't weaken Eddie or cheapen his win. Chaka light sheets yeah. naman kasi si Eddie. Eh. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, feeling good. Uh, personally, kasi yeah, I agree with you on the Goldberg stuff. But going back to the match, I really felt like it could have been like five minutes shorter. Feeling like nawala ako dun sa gitna na medyo down sila, and they were really just you know resting to get to 30 minutes. And when you think about it, the that finish or yung ending niya was super good. That was the best part of the match. And I guess you needed to get some or you need to go through the rough patches to get to the to the good ending. Pero parang ang tagal eh, or talagang Ano ko na babawasan na ba attention span ko ngayon kasi mas matanda na ako or mas ano mas fast paced na yung buhay ngayon and yung content ngayon and even your wrestling ngayon. So, I don't know man. I remember it more for the moment than for what kind of or what quality of match it was. Yeah, the, um make no mistake that moment is a is is an all-time WWE moment I would say just that championship pop no nag erupt yung Cow Palace in uh in in celebration of Eddie Eddie uh celebrating with the fans the Mexican flag right behind him him jumping onto the crowd him jumping onto his mom and seeing his brothers in the audience grabe um all the way to Eddie being on stage with the WWE championship and uh, you know, there, there are so many stories that have come out since about why Vicky wasn't there because he was mga bata and all of that. And um, it, it just really makes me happy. Like, yun talaga yung happy pill ko in wrestling. Now, if I want to watch something that I'm sure would make me feel good, kind of like how I watch The Office now when I've got my bouts with anxiety, I, I go for Brock versus Eddie, really. So I'm happy now we get to talk about it 17 years after the fact. You know, the fact that yep. next year, legal na siya, basically. <laughs> Uh, yeah, Kevin says it's one of the most iconic moments in, in wrestling history. That's true. Because I think that, I don't know, um, I, I can't remember what I felt back then. I can't remember if I thought Eddie was ever going to win. Uh, Alan says that he realized that it was the first and only time Eddie became WWE champion. Did you guys know that Eddie was supposed to become champion again before he died? So... Uh, if he Actually, didn't the pass day away, died. yeah, on the day he died, uh, if he didn't pass away suddenly, it wouldn't have been his last world championship. So, sayang talaga. Yeah, yeah. Just really quickly to wrap up, yung Throwback Thursday. Uh, that moment when Eddie won and his championship reign ultimately, it really um, signaled a bit of a changing of the guard in WWE. Like we talk about WrestleMania 21 as the changing of the guard because that's when John Cena and Batista were crowned, diba? As as world champions. But even before that, people like Eddie Guerrero and Chris Benoit, we're going we're gonna to mention his name. In 2004, when they became champions, they really broke the mold. Especially since before them, 
si Shawn Michaels na talaga yung maliit na champion. It was really just him. Oh. It was oh. a big man's game That's talaga. True. So the fact na Vince finally allowed people like Eddie Guerrero and Chris Benoit to become world champions kind of meant na finally the door would be opened for the likes of CM Punk and Rey Mysterio, Daniel Bryan, Kofi Kingston. So yeah, um, I would uh, say the 2004 wanna, was super I, I, important. I want to have to put an asterisk on that. On that small man theory because they were short yes but they weren't small so i would say that they were pretty bulked up and you can say that you can say that okay maybe they were roided up but the fact remains that they weren't scrawny as well they weren't as athletic looking as the small wrestlers we have now in the modern era so hindi pa rin siya super small guy but it was a pretty important step in that direction yeah um i i guess when you look at it from that lens parang prototype sina eddie and benoit for what the uh direction of wrestling would go towards diba now that we're in the era of people like kenny omega being a heavyweight champion despite being what 220 pounds and nobody really cares anymore yeah. now uh, kenny omega at 59 510 220 is the world champion of AEW it doesn't matter because he's one of the best wrestlers ever I want to shout out Chino in the comments real quick. Chino Magdaya in the comments real quick. He says that he doesn't mind the, how long the match is as long as Magandaya is pacing. Yeah, I think that was my problem with this match. The pace pretty much came to a dead stop in the middle. And then it was just them trying to set up yung comeback moments si Eddie, which worked, but it kind of got too long for him. But again, um, medyo uh, moot point there. We discussed it kanina. And we, it is what it is. Yeah. Uh, Alan uh, says Eddie losing the title to JBL made JBL one of the best heels of that era. Yeah. I think uh, without Eddie, JBL wouldn't have been the heel he, he is remembered to be today. Yeah. Admin Jackie from uh, the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast Patreon Discord says, Bagay daw sa mahal na araw yung background ko. Tagal pa mahal na araw, April pa. <laughs> Kakasimula pa lang ng Lent. <laughs> Right, uh, as we begin to wind down here, we're going to get to our picks of the week. So I'm going to let you let you start, Ro, because you already mentioned it, Kanina. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, my pick of the week is Finn Balor versus Kyle O'Reilly for the NXT Championship, NXT TakeOver Vengeance Day. I uh, already mentioned why I like this match so much. Uh, if you haven't seen it yet, go catch it. Really is a really good stuff. Uh, my pick of the week is the Japanese bracket in first round of the AEW Women's uh, Eliminator Tournament. I'm sure I got that wrong because it's a mouthful. Niya. And it, it's, it's a great watch on the AEW YouTube channel. So, una una free siya. Pangalawa, it goes just one hour, four matches, all really tight. Third, watch it for Excalibur. My God, sobrang galing niyang commentator on his own. Like, I'm beginning to feel... And I'm going to sound really disrespectful by saying this, but I'm beginning to feel like JR and Tony Schiavone are holding him back on commentary. So that's true. Ex- Excalibur is so good. For starters, he really cares. Like, he cares to know the background of each and every Japanese wrestler, who's the trainer, what promotion they're how long they've been in the business. But the preferred pronoun of Venny, Excalibur got it right. And the basics and, and technical stuff of commentary. Excalibur gets them all. And I've never done commentary for wrestling ng mag-isat. I've always done it as part of a trio or, or, or as part of a duo. So mahirap na yun as is. What more kung mag-isa ka? And I've only experienced that in basketball. And my God, sobrang hirap i-balance yung energy mo when you're talking to yourself and calling the action. 
Excalibur does it so well. So if you want to learn how to become a wrestling commentator, watch this video and keep watching your performance Excalibur as a solo commentator. You can really take notes there or you can hit me up at underscore Stancy. I can guide you through what Excalibur does well and we can learn from him together. So you know, I actually tweeted about it on uh, uh, yesterday. You can, you can check that out at underscore Stancy. Right, um, that brings us to the end of another episode of the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. Now, before we end, gotta let you know that if you want to keep supporting the show, you can do that through your online shopping, but this time you can do it on Shopee. All right, so all you have to do before you check out the Shopee, gotta use our affiliate link. That's tinyurl.com slash WWPXShopee. That's tinyurl.com slash WWPXSHOPEE. So that's tinyurl.com slash WWPXShopee. Again, uh, portions of your purchases will go a long way in supporting our podcast and help us do what we do. All right. And if you want to catch the other stuff that we're working on, see Chino, he has another podcast called The Class Clown. It's available on Podcast Network Asia. And for me, my other podcast is called On Deck. And it's a podcast about radio DJs. And for this week, I've got Tita Lindy Magnaye joining me on the podcast. She she is the mother of Inca Magnaye and our friend Renzo Magnaye. So we get to talk about uh, being a parent of children uh, who followed in your own footsteps in the creative field, how that's not very common these days, especially in our line of work. So go check that out. That episode drops tomorrow on Spotify and wherever else you get your podcasts. And of course, Ro will be telling you about another pet project of ours, and that is OurBabySmartHenry.com. Grab it, guys. Uh, if you need to read more content on wrestling, whether it's uh, your favorite promotions, pretty much WWE and AEW, NXT as well, you can read all of that in smarthenry.com. We have almost daily content. We have reviews. We have news. We have... Uh, coverage of Young Rock. Yeah, coverage of Young Rock. Yung uh, bagong TV series ni Dwayne The Rock Johnson about his life. So we got all of that if you just go to www.smarthenry.com. All right. And as always, thank you so much to everybody who keeps joining us on our Kubu streams on Facebook. You guys are awesome. Everybody who's been sending us yung mga halo-halo, yung mga tikoy, ang pao, lahat ng mga pinapadala nyo sa amin. Thank you very much to everybody. Uh, thank you to all the patrons uh, over at patreon.com slash wrestling wrestling podcast. Thank you to Babyface producer Nikai who's behind the scenes na this week lang niya nalaman kung paano pumanaw si Eddie Guerrero at si Chris Benoit. <laughs> Best believe we had a very very fun chat that's a wrestling wrestling podcast group chat nung na-educate natin si Babyface producer Nikai. Um, and thank you to everybody else at Podcast Network Asia for allowing us to keep doing what we do. So on behalf of Ro Moran and Chino Liao, we're going to be calling it a week here on the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. See you on Monday for our live viewing party for Elimination Chamber. And we'll do this again on Thursday at 7 p.m. Dito sa Kumu at Wrestling Wrestling Pod and on Facebook.com slash Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. Follow us on Twitter at Ro is War, at Chino Supersize, at Wrestling, Wrestling 2X Pod, and at underscore Stan C. This is Stan signing out. Mask up. Don't forget to register to vote. We're out. Peace. Peace. 
The views and opinions expressed by the podcast creators, hosts, and guests do not necessarily reflect the official policy and position of Podcast Network Asia. Any content provided by the people on the podcast are of their own opinion and are not intended to malign any religion, ethnic group, club, organization, company, individual, or anyone or anything. Thing.